Tonight's Tech Talk Taco Tuesday is kind of like a 125. It takes a long time to get on the pipe. But when we do, we start talking about, what do we talk about, Matt? See, we talked about dirt bikes and motorcycle-related products. Yeah, but I told you to remember something in specifics. You went in-depth on suspension. Well, I think we made it more confusing than it actually is. But you might actually learn something from this. So if you want to learn something, just pull your pants up and get on for the ride. If you want to support Tech Talk Taco Tuesday, thank Yamaha, Takamoto, Scott Sports, Climb, DDC, Trail Tech, Fast Company, and you can always shop through Amazon on our links on dirtbiketest.com. And don't forget the push-through button on Rocky Mountain MC also on www.dirtbiketest.com. Now here's the show. This is the show where we talk about motorcycle and motorcycle-related products. This is Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. And if you're watching on Instagram, it doesn't sound nearly as good as it does to everybody else. I think good is subjective. This is the voice of the Tron voice. <laughs> My name is Jimmy Lewis, and I'm here tonight with um, Logan Tyler. I'm not Logan Tyler. You're not Logan. Yeah, I'm a little older. Oh, uh, they didn't, Matt, you didn't tell me that I didn't have Logan. Evidently, you talked. Yeah, sorry, I'm making sure the show's not falling apart. That's good. Logan is digging ditches because he's been penalized. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. Um, it is Tuesday. We don't have any tacos. That was brought to my attention. Yeah, um, pretty upset about that. Yeah. <sighs> Um, somebody was pretty upset about it. We might have some comments brought on later. Have we ever had, we've had other people's girlfriends on the show before. What's that? Have we had other people's girlfriends on the show before? Uh, I've only been involved for about 39 episodes, so 30. I can't speak for the first 100 episodes. Uh, first 100. Are we at 139? 139. Welcome to show 139, everybody. Thank you for supporting this show. Who would have thought? I don't know. You've been on the show before. I have never been on the show before. Okay, have you watched the show before? Yeah, I watched the first 10. I was like one of your first 13 followers. Okay. I liked everything. And then there's San Felipe Bob, who's always, I think he's, is he here yet? He beat, did he beat you with the thumbs ups? Uh, he did. I was like the number, number two supporter. Okay. And then I, I made it a point because it's COVID. I had, to, I had nothing else to do. So I made it a point to beat Bob for a minute and uh -huh. I did. And then he just got blew, it. Blew past me. Ryan Hanna, welcome to Tech Talk Taco Tuesday. Why, thank you. Um, so I've known Ryan for 20-some odd years now? 18 years. 18. Okay, I just... Not I that old yet. I exaggerate. You, you're trying to keep young, and I'm just trying to get older. Yeah. So what we do on this show is, uh, like I said earlier, we talk about motorcycle and dirt bike-related products. Uh -huh. We try to answer your questions in the peanut gallery. Um, I'm sorry. Did we... Did, does that mean to call the peanut gallery our commenters? No, peanut galleries. That's peanut galleries. That's classic. Okay. I mean, you're old. It's fine. Okay. So we answer questions, uh, whether you email them to us at Jimmy at the Dirt Bike Test. Sometimes those get through. I don't know, somehow. Jimmy at Jimmy Lewis Off-Road. Yeah, did my emails. You, 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 got, you got options, whatever one. Yeah, I'm not really that hard to find through email. But if you try to call me or, or on this thing, which is, um, it's called a phone. Oh, the logo's right but, in front of your phone. You can't even see what you're pointing at. Right but now. it has... It has like Instagram on it. Right, right. And people try to send me messages like that are really important on Instagram. Mm -hmm. This is the 
first time I've been on Instagram since last week's show. Oh, hey, there we go. Yeah, so I'm here. Hi, everybody. They're all waving. Actually, there's. I can, if I push it, I can wave back. Watch, I'm going to wave at all these people, I think. That's almost as good as thumbs ups. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, <laughs> if this works, the problem is, is we can't, it's hard for us to integrate Instagram into the show. Right. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't mesh. The gears don't mesh. It's kind of like a, a sax 125 gearbox. It has seven, <laughs> it has seven speeds. <laughs> Speaking of peanut gallery. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the live in person. It has seven speeds that go forward and 17 neutrals in between those. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's kind of the, the way that's it's actually like this. The show is like a sax gearbox. A lot of miss, a lot of misshifts. A lot, a lot of, of misshifts. Yeah. Yeah. Did we have any problems yet? Technically it didn't seem like it seems well, like we're doing good. Other than that weird microphone thing. Is this radio FM? Uh, it could be Osvaldo Damaha 74. That's his name. Yeah. Um, we're really good. We are experts at pronouncing names. <laughs> and uh a lot of a lot of other stuff and jimmy has a soundboard yeah this just went downhill really fast sorry matt sorry matt for even suggesting yeah uh, yeah it's okay so jimmy was like so i remember before the show jimmy a producer matt welcome to the show oh yeah yeah right, matt thank you matt mattoon two buttons yeah matt mattoon the guy that presses the two buttons that makes this uh, show go live and then what did you do to scare Logan away? He just asked if he wanted to come, and I, you know, he he asked if he needs to be here, and I said, "Well, you don't need to be here. We right. want him here. We kind of we do want him here because yeah. I want him to see what it's like when I have a co-host that actually talks." <laughs> well, his dad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did. Okay, okay. When was the last time you paid attention to anything your dad did? At least, you, at least. Well, no, I was that age. This is a good point. A good thing to just ignore everything your father does. That's right. a normal because operation. There's, there's nothing because your father has absolutely zero idea what he's doing. No, right? no, when, none. When you're that age, yeah. You're sure of this. Yeah. Even though generally they have your best interest at mind. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they have a lot of experience that you don't. They care about you. That's right. just you know, most parents. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, why would you do, you know, so anything that, that Jimmy does, you know, that's, that's Logan's dad, by the way. Yes. Yeah, we that's yeah. how we refer well, to he, him on the show. No, no, he refers to himself as the Wish Jimmy. It's like ordering Jimmy Lewis on Wish. Re- okay, so, so he's Wish Jimmy forever. So so, so our first question last on the last show, they said Jimmy, comma, and they asked a question. So I just switched roles on him without telling him because this is how Oh, I'll, I'm going to explain how do you be a co-host. Oh, your I'm job your job is to is to read the questions to me. Okay. And sometimes I just like I always do, I just cut everybody off and keep talking and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I actually start reading my own questions, but your job is to read the questions. Like if you see a good one, go up in the chat. Okay. Or on the Instagrams. What uh, about this piece of paper that I have? That has the, the, those are the ringer questions. Those are the good ones. Okay. All right. That we fetch off of our YouTube comments. Uh, we fetch them from our emails. Uh, yeah. Matt actually posts up on our Facebook page. Yeah. You can ask a question on our Facebook page. And then we are also live on the uh, EXC and FE performance group. performance group, which is a is a because I, I guess somehow because I have sixty some odd motorcycles, many of which are KTM's. Yeah. I know a thing or two about those. One or two things. Experience. Well, Bob's already asking about how I tacoed his his brand new Bills pipe on our first ride together. 
brand new bills. Yeah, so like we in went in the old days. Yeah, in the olden days. Oh, because I didn't see him raising his hand. Usually, he raises his hand and he starts waving over there, like wrong the peanut gallery. Yeah, it was like oh, wrong San Bob. Bob, San Felipe Bob. Oh, Mojave Bob and San. They're two different people. They're two different people. Yeah. Have you ever? Although, have you ever seen them in the same room at the same time? I actually, haven't. I've never seen it. Neither have I. Well, there you go. Huh. Interesting. And they both were in a property investment scam with me. Yeah. There you go. Ponzi schemes. Yeah. Jimmy Lewis is known for his Ponzi schemes. <laughs> he also got heavily into Mary Kay. I'm totally kidding, by the way. Oh, <laughs> anyways. Uh, so Osvaldo Con 74 asks if it's a 450 with a couple question marks. Is this show a 450? Yes. I think this show is more like a. No, this is a this is a, a, a 1998 first gen KTM 200. Or was that 99? Which was the first one? Ooh, that's a good question. When was the first? Don't we have Google? Matt has Google. When was the yeah, first KTM 200? He's busy. He's he's so busy over there watching bandwidths and things, oh, like things weird. that are okay. flying out to okay. the internet to make sure the show doesn't crash. Yeah, yeah totally. this, this he, little green box right here is very. You know what we need? We need a second producer. Yeah, we second do. producer. So a second producer would be nice. I, why do you think I was trying to have uh, Logan learn my learn my button pressing skills? Well, he's not a very good host. Somebody right. told me that. Oh. Somebody, somebody said, did I he's say? He's young. He's got some time. Are we going to get to the motorcycle stuff? Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> I was just trying to <laughs> say. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. You, you, you mentioned about how you have so many KTMs, but which bike manufacturer sponsors the show? Oh, we got to get to our sponsor reads. Well, yeah. We have sponsors. <laughs> yeah, that's important. We do have sponsors. Yeah, yeah. yeah one of which, does, which, actually, which, which, which makes no difference at all about what I say, by the way. So, so we do have sponsors of this show. We thank them for supporting this show. And I will tell you straight up that the information that comes out of my mouth is what I really, truly, honestly believe. But it doesn't change the fact that what I say, the sponsors don't change the what I say. And we make, we make jokes and fun and we poke at, at different things. But these companies are supporting what we're doing, which is awesome. And they've, they're helping us out. They make it, you know, viable. We have to pay, um, like, every second I talk, there's there's a fee to send this out to the internets the way that we're doing it. It's not like the free social media stuff. Matt's going, like, say the damn sponsors already. Yeah. Oh, no, I, answered, I, was, I was answering Ryan's question, 97. The show is a 570. Oh, man, I nailed it. I was off by a year. Yeah. That's yeah. That Penton good. bike was such a cool bike. Yeah. I love and the blue. Yeah, the two. Well, the, the KTM two hundred. The, they yeah. the very first one they called a Penton. I got to I got to go back east and ride that thing. It was super cool. Well, I didn't finish. It's a two hundred oh, no. with the, the silencer falling off. That's basically the show. With me here, and it's not because of you. Like you're you're a well tuned machine. You you invited just mayhem in here. People would like to disagree with you. I think because we're so all over the place. Like the beginning of this show in general. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You just don't know what you're going to get. That's fair. Um, so maybe it is like a KTM 200. I was I like the analogy of this show being like a KTM 200 because it's got it's super lightweight. Mm -hmm. It's got good torque mm -hmm. for such lightweight. It has really good performance, but not the best performance. I like that's uh, I'm talking about myself now. Well, not, and me, not, I can be included in that. Right. Well, we don't know yet. We'll judge later. Okay, that's fair. A lot of judging going on here. Yeah. So. Um, but anyhow, uh, if you're on the Instagrams, my phone is going to die pretty soon. <laughs> and 
you can if if my phone dies and you wonder what else we're going to talk about, actually, I'm going to do sponsor reads and you're going to just want to hang up on the thing because mm-hmm. nobody wants to listen to commercials. What, what if we drop them in every like five minutes? Well, if, you just never know when they're going to come. It's like we try to sneak attack the sponsor reads, but you want you should wonder who sponsor who's who's smart enough to sponsor this show. Like who would who would like put their money where their mouth is because they want good motorcycle content going out on the internets. Speaking of which, we should probably give some motorcycle content. Internets. Yes. Um, Tech Talk Taco Tuesday would like to thank Yamaha, Taco Moto, Scott Sports, Climb, DDC, Trail Tech, Fast Company. Those are the companies that are bringing you the show. And if you wonder what they make, I'm going to secretly anytime that I have the opportunity, I'm going to slide it into an ad read and people mm-hmm. aren't going to know, but then I'm going to, I'm going to say, did you get that? was that good. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. This is the way we're going to do tonight's show. Excellent. Okay. okay. We're, we're going on the fly. Yeah. Right. Winging this thing. I didn't know we had a soundboard until we started the intro. Yeah. Oh, that's we're doing full shock jock. No. Yep. So, so you only do it once though. Oh really? Yeah. I, I, got I probably have to pay for it now. I have to make this admission on, <laughs> I'm going to make this admission live on the show. Okay. If, I very easily could have made a soundboard. Oh, <laughs> this but, is a big fail, Matt. But do I really want to give Jimmy that power? No. Oh, actually, you, well, the big fail was admitting that. Matt, yeah. it's very important on Tech Talk that Jimmy remains in control. Exhibit A. Give him lots of technology. We will never get to talk about motorcycles again. Exhibit B. <laughs> <laughs> the voice of Matron's already too much power. I know. Yeah. So, uh, okay, everybody, thanks for joining in. Um, George says, don't forget I sponsored the crapper. <laughs> you mean this show? Uh, yeah, this show tonight is brought to you by George. If you ever see a, an emoji sticker that looks something like this, I'm holding this up to the camera. I'm holding it up to the... If you see this, George, you should be on Instagram right now. You're big. Oh, if, huge. If you see that, um, evidently those stickers can fetch up to $1,000 at auction. Well, I so I already bought two of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and, and it, it, it costs them about $388 to sponsor the crapper in I thought that was house. I thought that was pesos. Well, this is yeah, bad. No. This is bad. This is bad. I'll never financially recover. Um, okay, so back to the motorcycle and motorcycle product-related questions. If you really want to help us out in a, in a more direct way, you can click through our Amazon links at www.dirtbiketest.com or the Rocky Mountain MC links. And I'm going to put up, after I get done with this show, I'm going to put up a video about the Lex pipe that I got, which is a Rocky Mountain house brand. Um, it was on my bike I was riding all day today. Did you know that? That was a Lex pipe? Yeah. It looked, it looked right. It looked right. And it, it sounded worked, really. It well. worked right. Yeah, it was it, quiet. Yeah, it did everything. Um, I had to. I had to adjust the muffler due to unforeseen circumstances. Some muffler bearing issues. Yeah, I had. I had some uh, muffler adjustments. Uh, I let somebody borrow my motorcycle over the weekend, or it was a client at our school, and he was interested in buying a KTM three hundred, and he found out how much power it had. You should. You should send FMF back that pipe so they can do a new bend. <laughs> It looks like the old KTM 200 bend, oh except the other direction. Other direction yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll call it the snorkel. Uh, so um, let's see. L.A. Pepper says, love my YZF 600R. Thanks, Yamaha. 
What's cool? What's a YZF 600? That's a street bike. That's a street bike. That's not, isn't that a quad? No. I thought it was a quad. Oh, I thought it, it was a quad. Oh, is it the... No, I thought the Raptor well, was a 660. Uh, I thought YZF was a quad, though. I don't know. Well, they... Yamaha, I, I have you, the Googles. So. Yeah, use a lots, uses lots of YZFs. Um, oh, no, it is a street bike. Yeah. It, it's it's six. It's the 600, the, the Super yeah. Sport bike. Nailed it. Look at me. Yeah. Look at me. I haven't been involved in the industry in so long, and I know more than you. Right. Uh... <laughs> Dirt, dirt bike test, not not street bike test. Yeah, not street bike test. Oh yeah, yeah. guys upset. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, La Prepper actually had a good question before that. Okay. La Prepper. So you, you so I say his name and then you read this his question. Okay, he says my bike is bouncy. Preload too high or keep going softer? Uh, oh, I take it as on dampening settings. So La Prepper, um, my bike is bouncy. And he wants to know, is his preload too high or keep going softer or damping settings? Um, also, LA Prepper, your first um, thing is would be better explanation of the problem. So more clear thoughts. So you're kind of, you're pretty much using the same uh, methodology that we use in talking on this show. Yeah, oh, yeah. But that's what's good is I understand this. You would want to slow the rebound. If the first thing said that your bike is too bouncy, I would go with slowing the rebound. We got to explain on the clicker what the S and the H are for that. So that's that's actually really good too, yeah. especially for someone that might not know. Yep. So the S means softer or less damping, and H means harder or more damping. So H means slower. Yeah. So, so, and usually screwing it in, as if you're tightening the screw, which you're not really tightening, you're changing the clicks, click, click. When you start tightening it, that slows down the damping. So generally bouncy is, is a reboundish issue. As, and when I say this, you're, I'm expecting that your spring rate is correct and that your compression damping is in the right zone. Well, also you got to check the sag as well. Make sure the sag's in the right spot. Otherwise, Always. otherwise you're otherwise the the compression Every, won't matter. Okay. So when we start talking about like how my how my bike is working, how my rear shock is working, number 1 is make sure your shock is set correctly with sag. So what so is the right number? Preload. Between 100 and 110 still? Or has it changed since it's, I've been It's out? whatever your manufacturer recommends. There you go. And measuring it where they tell you to measure it. Like usually your manual will have this. But the funny thing about that number, the SAG number, is it's just a number and it depends on whether you like the way it feels. So generally, and, and it changed. I went from liking bikes that were high in the rear to liking bikes that were low. And now I'm back to liking bikes that are a little bit... I would say two to three millimeters higher than what a manufacturer recommends. So if a manufacturer says your sag should be 105, I like 102. Mm. And it, it's kind of consistent bike to bike to bike. And it's just, it's just the way that I, and I think it really has to do with how, how big my belly is and how far forward I can get. And yeah. so as my belly gets bigger, I sit farther back in the seat and then I need to add more preload. But since I'm getting lighter these days, no. I might have to start going back to manufacturer recommended so much sag work, settings. So much work ahead of you. That's um because I'm a pretty pee in a pod. There you go. Princess and the pee. That's right. Um uh, so <laughs> LA Prepper, um, what I would do is start out with sag. Make sure your sag is correct. And that will tell you a little bit about spring rate, because if you can't get proper sag with your current spring, you might be overweight for the spring. 
And if your spring's too soft, it'll definitely be too squishy on the downstroke. And that could be springy on the compression side where generally when people say bouncy, it's the rebound side. But if you're too soft on the spring side, then you get a lot of, a lot of motion and you can slow the rebound down and it'll stay low, but then it packs and it gets bad. I mean, suspension is so stinking complicated. Well, it's also so personal. It's personal, but it's also very simple. Yeah. If, if it's stock and you're the right weight, the manufacturer... Oh, oh we got a peanut gallery. Oh, no. We, paint, we You don't have to amplify that. We don't ignore. Yeah, you know the ignore button? We do that a lot. <laughs> I'm going to get to the point here. Yeah. If it's a really old bike... If it's a really old bike... Oh, yeah. How old is the bike? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that, we got to scroll, that's, scroll that's, down. That's a good... Is, is that the Bob Bell now? Uh, it can be. It, it can be. It, it's the ignore button now. Ignore button. Uh, yeah. Here we go. Here's my soundboard, but it's only it's pretty limited. Okay. Oh it, oh it's it's a it's analog. Uh, and 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 uh, George puts up a very good comment after he called me one time asking about suspension. He said after several minutes of me explaining going all over the thing, he said, "You know, all that information is in your manual." But a lot of people don't get the manual. They don't want to read it. They just want to know. So make a note that when we when I talk about what we talked about in the show, because I'll forget this in 10 minutes, mm-hmm. that we had a very detailed discussion about suspension. Suspension. Yeah. Very detailed. Very detailed. And it ended with go look in your manual, I'm going to guess. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> no, it's not going to it's not going to end there. I, I always I always expect that the people that are asking the questions Everything else is good. Like everything is right. Like their sag is right. They're in the right spring rate. Yeah. Everything's good. But their bike feels bouncy. And I wanna I wanna really tell them how to fix that, but I but I overlook that they may have just missed out one of the major you big think, steps. Think me at sixteen years old. I had no idea what anything uh, the, and this is this yeah. is this is where I really do on this show try to roll it back to help everybody out. It's like mm-hmm. Yeah, you probably missed out on some major thing, and that's why it's too bouncy. Like even Bob pointed out, I hate to compliment you, but I'm going to do this. Maybe the bike is three or four years old, and the oil's just completely worn out. Yeah. It gets springy, or maybe there's been an internal failure of some Bladder's sort. blown. Or yeah, the, 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 the oil, you know, on the, on the KTM, there's a piston inside of the inside of the reservoir, and now you've got oil contaminating the, the, nit- the nitrogen charge could be gone. Yeah. There is so much that could go wrong, and if your suspension is over 20 hours of use, and especially if it's completely stock and never been rebuilt— just go get it rebuilt and then talk to your suspension tuner. If he's a good, good, get it go, sprung for your go, weight and don't take it to your dealer. Go to a good suspension guy. The best and, modification you can make for your motorcycle. Yeah. Well, you can put new tires on it too. I, I feel like that was a personal attack on yeah. my, my tire choice that I just made. Cause yeah. those, no, were, no. Um, Oh, Bob, you're forgetting going to the Jimmy Lewis riding school. Um, oh, my own yeah, school. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't Plug want yourself. To, I wouldn't want to talk about this. Oh, yeah. Online yeah. courses, though. So, a bouncy rear shock, and Bob says no oil. So, Bob goes right to the toilet and pulls out the, yeah, this, or, or, <laughs> or cavitation, like the oil's leaked out, and all of a sudden you got that. That makes it super, super bouncy. Dangerous. Yeah, dangerous thing. Thank you, Bob. Thank you, George. Thank you, Bob. The other Bob. Oh, and thank the, thank the LA the, Prepper guy for the question. Yeah, thank that you was, for the question, LA Prepper. That was a Prepper. Great, great question. Uh, the YZF is a quad. 
No. YFZ. YFZ. YFZ is a quad. Okay. So. Also, I like George's comment here about your pipe. Uh, the Lex pipe looked like a flex pipe on the 300. Hmm. No, that was an FMF muffler that flexed quite well. Yeah. So, I was shocked that thing held together. Didn't yeah. Just snap off. Well, you got to go you got to go look at the engraved thing on the bottom of it, the reason it won't get, it won't and can't be replaced. That's going to go up on the wall of damaged parts now. It's, it's amazing. Like I've never seen a right angled or it was like, it's like a full 45. Luckily it still flowed. It didn't make the bike. We should have got a picture so we could show the audience. Yeah. Oh, well, somebody should do show prep or something like that. Yeah, there's a producer for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay uh let's get uh right into this um 34 people you know ryan you know how you said you used to watch this show yeah what made you stop watching it uh just time <laughs> it was wonderful it was good but i'm gonna I'm i actually gonna... like the shows that went off the rails more mark daniels who's a regular on the show, won a very nice prize package, which is laying on the floor over there with a shipping label on it. It's going to go away. So every once in a while, you can win something on this show. Oh, free stuff's good. So with that, I'm going to shut off the uh, live, uh, uh, what do we call this? Instagram feed? Instagram, yep. Yep. Thank you guys for joining. Um, if you want to kind of continue watching, hold on a sec. Golden Reese says, how many hours did you put on that? oil on your Baja trip before the change um, two full days before Baja and five four and a half full days so those are eight hour riding days that would put five and a half hours so five times five twenty five we've just gone beyond 50. your depth yeah it's a lot of math there <laughs> um, Golden Reese but we put some time on it for sure put some time on it but um i you saw the oil coming out and it went right back in and that bike's going right back down nice yeah so um let's see if there's any other uh questions in in this before i cut them all off we'll see you over at the other formats that you're afraid to look at so cheers <laughs> <laughs> okay i think i had it and now you like this question okay where do you find the rock Jim oil Garbus. filter? Yeah, where where do you find the rock oil filter oil? In my garage. Yeah, but do they still make it? Yes. Where where can this gentleman get it? So, uh, Jim, uh, what you want to do is search rock oil eco filter oil or um, search water washable synthetic air filter oil, rock oil. If you put those terms in there, it'll take you in the right direction because I had some contacts that kind of switched and I still got back to the, to the main guy that um, was able to get me more of it. So uh, it's not easy to find, but you will love it when you find it. That's, that's amazing that we have enough um, carryover that people are asking questions from like three, two or three shows or a do video they, or two. Do ago. they still make that strawberry two stroke oil? Oh, you had to ask. Oh. You, you want to know what I was so bummed about today? Is I wanted to put it. I I, I haven't run it down low enough to put the yeah. new oil in. Yeah. I'm running. Uh, I think currently it's. I don't know if it's Motorex or. I don't know what's in my 300, mm -hmm. but I wanted to put that in there so you'd have to smell the strawberries oh, all would, day. It would have been. It would have been just like a flashback. Did you ever smell it? 
Oh, today? I you used smelled it. No. no, no. Did you smell the two-stroke oil today? No, that muffler did great, actually. Yeah, I don't think on the new bikes, it's not like the old days when you're mixing it you know, a little rich and stuff. Those those TPI bikes are so efficient. Even the betas that have the oil injection are so efficient. You don't really smell the two-stroke oil I wouldn't that have, much. I wouldn't have known it was a two-stroke until I got up close. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it literally didn't have any of the two-stroke characteristics. And Victor has a really good question. Are you going to Nora this weekend, Victor? The answer is yes. And uh, Mark, uh, your package is on the way. So um, <laughs> congratulations! <laughs> congratulations! No, he's he's like he's like a I, he may actually have beat out uh, Bob on the on the the loyal uh, the number one fan thing. Oh, Bob, you got some work to do. Yeah, I mean, Bob actually, Bob won something on the show. A while back, yeah, yeah, he it's did. it's still sitting in the place where I told him because I I didn't mail it to him. Right, I right. told him where I was going to put it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's some place. It's still there. Oh, look, I trip Chris. over it every time I go to bed up in the mountains. Oh, Sam, <laughs> Chris, Chris, come on, Chris Broomwell says Santa Clara Santa Clara motorcycle store just right. received some on Monday. So yeah, they are still selling it. I wonder who the distributor is. It's it's uh, the Rock Oil USA guy. Oh, okay. So. And George just put something up in the chat room. So if you're ever watching this show and you're able to get into the chat room on the Facebooks or the YouTubes, there's a lot of good information that kind of floats around. You can ask your questions there. We tend to answer them live if we're not distracted by whatever we got going on, like not having tacos. Yeah, but we're not having tacos. There's a taco source Rex right here. Yeah. And there's no tacos. Right. Oh, I forgot. This is such a good sticker. I need to put this on my mic handle. There you go. Okay. Um, do you want me to do something? No, I was going to tell you that Taco Moto <laughs> sponsors our Rooster Endo segment, which comes up in the second hour of the show. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know what Rooster Endo is, then you might be endoing like someone who doesn't go to tacomoto.co that's tacomoto.co to find all of their, especially KTM and Husky aftermarket performance needs. And they have this really neat funnel. And I'm going to tell you a story because today I was actually changing oil on a couple of bikes, including my, I, when I got back from the ride today, I changed transmission fluid. This is a there I was story. In my 300. There I was. There I was. Thank you yeah. very much. And uh, so I, and I had to refill a KTM uh, RFS bike that I had. And he, that funnel is so bitching, just so easy to use. It fills quick and all that stuff. But remember how I complained about it doesn't fit in my bike with a big gas tank? Yeah. It doesn't fit in a KTM RFS bike. It would thread in there, but it just doesn't fit because those used to be straight. It doesn't lean out to the side. Mm -hmm. And this is how much I like that funnel, which you can get at Takamoto Co. That funnel is so nice i get really mad now that i have to go and get my regular funnel that doesn't thread into the thing and it doesn't flow as fast stupid funnels yeah so stupid funnels it's a lot better than just trying to aim yeah bill o'neill says i've got the funnel it's awesome did bill did you get it at takamoto co <laughs> that's the question because that's a good sponsor of our show they've been is especially if they pay the bills mm -hmm. <laughs> we, talk, we reached out to them today about some miscommunications on the billing Victor yeah. says Victor, I'm going to blame the, the producer. Victor says the funnel is useful for some short fellas so they don't pee their knees. Uh, this is Victor. Don't read everything that Victor posts in the chat room. I'm, I'm like, I'm committed at this point. <laughs> 
I'm super interested. Uh, you know, we've had to send I, some people to therapy who've just read what Victor puts in the Yeah. Show. Well, it's good because I just got out of therapy and we're going to be fine. It's okay. You're the whole so so you're calling our writing session today therapy? Yeah, it was. It was good. Wasn't yeah, it was a great show. I, I showed him. Time. I showed him where I found Ricky Brabeck's Ricky Brabeck's GPS watch. GPS watch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some animal had chewed it. Yeah, yeah. No, it was good. It was great. And had, Bill O'Neill did get it at Taco Motor. Did Bill submit a bike in Rooster Endo? I'm just saying. Uh, not for tonight, no. We, but if you want to, if you want to see your bike at uh, on the next show, just go ahead and email it to me at matt at jimmylewisoffroad dot com, and because uh, we could use some bikes. What does Rick want to know? Rick wants to know Electron worth the money or no? 2017 Husqvarna TC250. So, Rick, uh, if you are still in the chat, haven't been you know annoyed by our <laughs> turned banter, off already. Uh, tell me what you would like your bike to do better, and I will tell you whether it's worth the money because there is a very there's one very strong characteristic of that carburetor. And if you tell me what you would like your bike to do, I'll tell you whether it's worth the money or not. So we're going to put that question on hold. I'm going to do my best to read it when it pops up. Okay. Yeah. Keep me keep me informed. So let's yeah. go to our uh, our first uh, first question. Hey, if you think this show is a shit show, um, <laughs> sorry, that was funny. Jimmy also does a show called the Better Rider Podcast, where we actually promote that riding school that I hardly ever talk about that I do. It's serious. We talk about, now we talk to our instructors. We talk about things you can learn. And every show, we give you a nugget, some little bit of knowledge that you can use to make yourself a better rider, hence the name of the podcast. And if you want to teach somebody how to ride that does not know how to ride, that maybe has never touched a motorcycle, like imagine if your girlfriend had never touched a motorcycle, mm. you would send her to jimmylewisoffroad.com to our online training classes, and you would still have a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think. Because uh, because allow us through the internets to train your girlfriend to as ride. As, as long as the spam mail doesn't pop up the way we don't do We don't okay. do spam. All right, all right, all right. Don't <laughs> believe me. So, uh, I, oh, uh, I think you got, can you scroll up, Matt? Okay. <laughs> you just blew by with a question. Oh, oh he, Rick wants crisps at many altitudes and temperatures in Colorado. So that's what you're looking for. It will definitely be better in your stock carburetor, hundred percent better. The the so here's here's where I'll go with the uh, electron. It it's it's actually it makes the power way way smoother than the stock, whether it's Makuni or Kian. It smooths it out to the point where it's almost like the fuel injected bikes, but it doesn't. It it just doesn't have the fuel injected bikes, even though they're ridiculously smooth still allow a certain amount of snap but the, the electron carb still acts like a carb it's never like perfect where the fuel injection is always kind of perfect um which to some people feels too smooth i don't like it myself you don't like the fuel injection no it rips my shoulder out the well, fuel injection rips your shoulder out yeah the first uh, first on a four stroke or a two stroke four stroke oh the two stroke it's it's it, it's the same <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm convinced now. All right, yeah. cool. Um, so, so yes, if you want crisp and smooth throttle, and especially smooth throttle, um, that Electron would be a, a, a probably a worthy addition to your motorcycle. I know, it, and if yours has the Makuni, and I think it does, uh, the Makuni is kind of one step off the Kahin, in my uh, opinion, as far as 
the range it works on. It's a little more finicky, and it definitely uses more fuel. Oh, I, I got this one. Victor says he's changing fork seals at the moment for his XR650R and can't find a seal driver. What's the Jimbo Lewis trick? Is are You do the PVC as well? No. No, no I'll, actually, I'll actually use a really blunt, flat-bladed screwdriver. And this is from years of experience in my garage yeah. before I knew there was a thing called a seal driver and stuff. And sometime I would actually... So imagine this. So you've got the, you've got the fork and you're, you're kind of... So, but what I would do is I would take the, you put the new seal in, I would take the old seal, cut it in half or not cut it in half, but cut it so I could take it back off and then pound it with the seal and, and use the old seal as the driver for the new seal with a screwdriver. So you take one screwdriver here mm-hmm. on the front and one on the back. Yeah. So, and you squeeze it around the yeah. thing so you yeah. can tap on both sides without yeah. having to pick it up. Well, there you go, Victor. Um, yeah, so there's there's when you don't have the proper tools, there are ways around it. But I always use the a PVC pipe. I did like a, I think it was a one inch, and I cut it in half and then pounded it in. Yeah, but that's that requires having some. Victor would have one inch PVC, no problem. Yeah, but most people have a couple of flat bladed screwdrivers and some ones that they've used as chisels. Yeah, so now they're all blunt. There you go. And so I would have these too because I just like crawl around my barn and find them, and I so I clamp them around and I tap, 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 and I'd use the old seal to drive the new seal down, mm-hmm. and then I take it and just peel it off and pull it out of the way. So that is not a proper mechanic technique, and most mechanics right now are just cringing and just oh, yeah. like whatever. But you know what? When Some you got to get the job done, you got to get the job done. And Victor maybe. A Mexican, and he may be in the United States, but you can't take all the that, Baja tricks. You can't take the Baja out of the bro. Yeah, absolutely. and actually, the, he's he's mainland Mexico. Can't take that out of him. Oh, Mark Daniel says he, he so used even, a even, half inch wooden dowel on the old seal. That's pretty that's good too. Pretty, that's a pretty good money move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the, because the, if 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 you if you hit it wrong and it goes into the into the slider with a hard metal thing, then there's thing. But the wood's not going to damage the. Uh, the seal. So I got I got two two things. Bob asked for a shorter rider loading his motorcycle, his or her motorcycle on the back of a truck without the confidence just to ride it up. Like I always use the cooler method. That's what's the my, technique? Yeah, what's the technique? Besides riding it up, because not everybody's Jimmy Lewis. Um, ask for help. Yeah, ask for help. Ask you know, hopefully you just you what you need to do is you need to you need to Put the ramp up like you're going to ride up. The short person in the audience just downed you right there. No, no, no. Here's what you do. So set your ramp up like you're going to ride it up and and take a couple ghost runs at it like you're lining up, but look really sketchy when you're going to do it. Make sure people are watching. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, that's good. And, and, draw and a crowd. Draw a crowd. Yeah, draw so, a you, crowd. So, you, so you take some, but don't actually do it. Just take some, like you're going to do it. And then, and then you know, people, a couple people pull the phones out. Yeah. A couple people will pull the phones out and then and then there's going to be someone that will offer to help you and you say, Oh, thank you. And what, that's that's what you do. What about Bob? Bob, what do you think? I think that's a bunch I of was crap. Ask Jimmy if he remembers Tex Mitchell working for Alan Roach. Yeah, I remember yeah. Tex. I know you Tex. Remember how he scalped himself with his loading ramp? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they come they come back and line of stitches all <laughs> So so if you if if you're load is that the, the is if your loading ramp it is a certain angle when your front wheel hits that and some when people ride them up, I ride them up all the time. I don't Yeah. I, I you know and, and it's funny cuz people go, "Why don't you get a run at it?" Because 
if your wheel hits it and hits the ramp, sometimes the ramp like slides and it slides up the thing and it comes back and gets you right in the head. Like Dex evidently did. I didn't see this, but, um, uh, there was another one. Scroll down, Matt, please. There we go. There are best front end suspension tips for KTM 990, finding it very soft on the road in washy and loose gravel. Um, also looking for at stiffer springs for the front. Would you, is there a spring that you would recommend? 260 pounds, and I don't mind sacrificing some softness for highway performance. A, a, a Tasson Lee Leak. That's his name, Tasson Lee Leak. Um, that was a, this is how you do your questions. He asked what he wanted. He gave us information because if he didn't say he was 260 pounds, I say, you're crazy. I like the, the KTM 990s. I thought they did a pretty good job with the front fork. Yeah, but they're squishy for, like, I'm, I'm, Probably heavier than you. They're still squishy for me. That's what you think. They're know. really good. Well, I know the wheels give out before I, well, the suspension yeah. does. <laughs> if, <laughs> I've always said this. If you're bottoming out your adventure bike, you're 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 exceeding its performance capabilities. That's fair enough. So so at 260 pounds, yes, you are putting extra weight on the front end, and I think you do need stiffer springs. So I don't know. Um, what this is where you talk to actually race tech on their website has a really good um, spring rate calculator and they they probably have all the different options and stuff uh, for you there if you're going to go up to a spring that's going to hold up a 260 pound man on a motorcycle you're probably going to want to do some internal valving especially on the rebound side yeah so because that extra spring is going to be pushing that fork back down a little bit harder so when you unweight that thing it's going to come back up quick and and if you're going to go to that much stiffer on the front you're probably going to want to match it on the rear you know balance that thing out so you're kind of in a little bit of a conundrum i my ktm 950 has and mine's an S, so it's longer travel, has the stock spring rates in it. And everybody goes, no way, it can't. And I'm like, yes, it does. And I think I'm running um, a little bit more oil level to help with the bottoming. So it bottoms a little more controlled. But in the last one I rode, that 990 Baja, which was kind of the end of it, mm-hmm. that was some of the best. It's funny because it, if you're coming from a dirt, if you're a dirt bike guy, you go, yeah, this suspension feels kind of heavy and sacked out. It's like, do you know how heavy that bike is? But five twenty five. Any, anytime I started going to the stiffer springs in those bikes, for me at my weight level, I kind of found that they started they 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 didn't handle as well, and they started getting a little. They gave you a little bit extra confidence that you don't need. <laughs> oh yeah, they're good at that. Yeah. Hey Matt, so, I think we're not caught up anymore. No, because I was keeping on that picture. No, I like that, it. I like it on that question. Attach your ramp. We got all sorts of responses on there. Okay, Mark says to attach your ramp to your pickup bed with a tie down so it doesn't squirt out from under you. Yeah, I, I, I'm I not too bashful to admit that I, I tie down my ramp now because I load up by myself all the time. Right, and I'm just very careful about when I do it. Like if I sense that it's gonna that it's going to slip or move, I fix that, but I never tie it down because if it's going to slip or move – you're doing something wrong. And if you're, if you're out in the, like we talk about out in the wilderness by yourself and a weird thing, you can find undulations in the ground. You can find how to drive your truck tires into a little bit of a ditch. That's like, you know, six, eight, eight inches down. And that makes a big difference yeah. on the angle, the incline of the ramp. You can kind of dig the, the butt of the ramp down into the ground. Also what Jimmy's not saying is he has like what, how many properties with a, a loading little dirt 
spot. Yeah, I build these at my properties. Yeah, I hate yeah. you. You know, you know what's really stupid about this, by the way, hmm. on my part. You know how many times I've driven away without putting a damn loading ramp in my truck? Oh, because you have them. Because I have this this oh, this loading you thing. Scott Summers it up there. Uh, and I can do this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At my at my old and meek stature, I still know how to grab the swing arm, lay the bike onto my shoulder, and stand up. Yeah. You know, use my legs to lift it up and then slide it in. I'll call it Paul Ospo style. And if you know what I'm talking about, uh, there's videos on the internet. Search Paul Ospo lumberjack Baja loading techniques. Yeah, he put it on top of a service bed, and but he was tall enough to do this. Like I said, lumberjack Paul Bunyan style. Oh, so, I think I've seen these clips. Yeah, he's a he was a man mountain for sure. Uh, what we got? Uh, I'm loading up the Voicematron thing. Loadsmanship. Again. We got some loadsmanship. Loadsmanship. Yeah, we got firstmanship. Yeah, that's let's great. let's get some of the questions that we've skipped yeah. last time. So this is or, seems very much like. Uh, hey, we forgot to mention uh, this is a, a a little pro bono ad thing. Uh, if you're thinking about going riding and you want to go on a tour and you want to go to an exotic location, Costa Rica Unlimited. So they have amazing brand new gas gas and KTM two and four strokes with U.S. guides who have been hosting tour groups for a decade. So just search Costa Rica Unlimited and you will find out how to begin your adventure. And I've heard this is maybe a rumor, Mm -hmm. but if you tell them you learned about this on Dirt Bike Test and you stay with them, you're going to get the palatial suite. Yeah, the best place to stay. You're not going to get one of the janky little rooms off to the side. You're going to get the best room. That's what I, I've been told. So, yeah. all right, well, we'll go to a question from Pedro Linchero. Okay. Question as well. The KX was a X demo with 20 hours. Bike doesn't like to start or restart while in gear clutch in. Uh, I'm thinking clutch drag and we'll investigate this weekend, but do you have any thoughts and suggestion for starting this bike in gear with a clutch in? So it was a demo. Yeah. So, um, that means he feels that his bike was abused before he got it. Well, he just can't start it when it's in gear. Well, but he, the fact that he brought it up, it was a demo means he used bike that yeah. was abused. He's it's, feeling it's, it's probably the plates in my opinion. So anytime that a, if a bike doesn't start in gear, but it starts buying out of gear. There's something causing this generally drag. And if your bike, you know, let's say just a lot of people got on it and were hard on the clutch and it got hot enough to warp the plates, the metal and the steel, you know, the, the steel or I don't know what it's a, what year was it? A 20? It didn't say what KX year it was. Some of those had, there was some years where they had aluminum plates in them, different things. Uh, those plates can warp. And so you think about, you know, passing a, a warped plate, it's it's going to drag. Yeah, it's more, fi- more you know, it's, friction. It's, it's, sure. you've, you've put you've made essentially made a thicker clutch pack because when you pull the clutch in, that warp kind of comes back out and it and it causes drag on it. Well, a lot of those don't they have a steel option as well instead of doing aluminum? Yeah, they're mostly most of them are steel these days. But I remember there was some. I think it was the Kawasaki ones where they were actually doing some steels and then some aluminums in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, there's yeah. different. And this is, when you hear about guys like tuning clutch packs and stuff, yeah, and it's I, mostly for starts. I always swap them out for all my race bikes that I built for customers. All steel. All steel. Yeah. Because then it, it was like a flywheel weight. It adds flywheel weight a little bit. Yeah. Um, and and there was times when I preferred, you know, I would do this mix and match um, steel versus aluminum because uh, you could get a better a better launch when you're you know basically it's mostly for the start and stuff sure but uh they they 
they react differently. Who knows what what's in there? But check to make sure that they're not warped. And it's very hard. I mean, you're going to need very a very flat surface and very small um, feeler gauges and stuff. But if you the way to check it, the best way to check it is when you take your clutch cover off and you get to the clutch, take all the springs and the top thing off and then try to spin the center, the internal thing and feel how much drag there is and then take all the plates out and feel the difference in drag. And it, as you're building it back together, if you start putting two, three, four, and there's more drag on that clutch, yep. there's probably some... Well, I made the mistake of doing all aluminum just for an experiment. Yep. Oh, man, that was bad. But one, I got I got two days of riding, and the whole thing gelled up, like just made a homogamation of, of clutch discs and huh. aluminums. Uh, but also, I'm hard on clutches, so <laughs> that's fair. I noticed that today. Yeah, you did. It what, got a little what, warm today. What, well, you, you came up and said my bike's boiling. What did I say? What was the first thing I said? Oh, yeah, get off the clutch. Get off the clutch. Oh, yeah, and I did. I immediately snapped to Mind you, if you're in the audience, I haven't, I haven't really seriously ridden a dirt bike in a, in a while. So Here, usually, usually it's. Let me see if I have the Excusatron. Yeah, um, yeah. The Excusatron. It's, it's right next to the Nope. The Nope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. Well, you want to go to the next one? Yes. Okay. Hey, Jimmy. In the last show, you guys touched on the Nora 1000 and said it's a perfect introduction into Rally. Uh, can you explain how Nora works? Is it roadbooks or something else? I've been waiting to do this race for a few years, but I don't know much about it. Oh, man, Connor, you're like a... I wish I would answer this last week because you probably still could have entered. I think you can still show up on Saturday or you know Friday and still enter down there. But Cash is king. Yeah, they'll probably take your entry, and I somehow they're going to find me and make me train you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so the Nora is the funnest race on earth. Um, that's what they say, and, and that's what I've heard. I've not been to one before, but um, judging by the people I've encountered with the organization and the racers I've come in contact with, I think this is uh, this is true. It's basically like a Baja Peninsula run at a slower at i don't want to call it a slower pace because party people, pace yeah at a party pace people are party racing pace. so instead of doing all non-stop they're doing it over the course of five days mm-hmm. they're staying at some really nice places they've sought out better than just beat to hell score courses they're actually looking around for some of the some of the really fun roads and there i rode some stuff i haven't ridden down there before and it was amazing just beautiful fun so it's done with a map book just like they do in Dakar, for for instance, you know, it's it's a scrolling map book. You're going to have an odometer, and you're going to have a, a a tracker device that will work as your um, as your tracker, and it can be your cap repeater, or you can have your odometer and your cap repeater. So you can basically do it. I would call it like a like a a, a Dakar light. It's it's easy. There's the navigation is not meant to be tricky. It's meant to each introduce you into navigation in order so that you can have a safe race. So they mark the dangers, they mark all the turns you need to make, but they're not right really trying to trick you up with the navigation. They're trying to use the navigation to get you to where you are going. And uh, I think uh, I think it, there was some people that were reluctant to this. They just wanted the traditional. Just give me a GPS track log, and after riding the course. I would much rather have a map book. And this is coming from a guy who can navigate both ways equally, but the map book is just simpler. So, it, you, so you're by mapule. By mapule. Yeah. That's uh this is correct. Yeah. It's the mapsmanship. 
Right. Should I put that on my grinder profile? Yeah, yeah. you should. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. I think the grinder profile is already doing good. It's enough. doing yeah, good it's on too, its own. It's doing okay. pretty good. Pretty good. I always wonder about like, this. Like I'm on my phone over here, actually, like trying to, you know, dial back the notifications. Right. Yeah. yeah. Matt, is, is Matt, that, Matt, are you responsible for his grinder account as well? He manages uh, it. It's called. It's called. I think. Social media manager. It's called only oh. onlygrinders.com. You pay me. Wow. Onlygrinders.com. It's a new thing. How, yeah, it's it, like it's like the other thing, but but more you know Lewishness. It's, it's the only thing I do it's the only work I do for Jimmy where I don't want to see the tip. Oh, <laughs> oh that's fair. And by tip he means the extra money they pay me after they 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 they, they that is not that is bands. not what they mean. That is not what they mean. I don't know anything about this. Yeah, I just yeah. Jimmy, when they say you're just a big the tip, hit. it's it's not it's not money. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Was it adventure comma? Bikes. All right. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Hit me. It's gonna be. It's gonna be another plug. Ready? One, two, three. No, go. it's not gonna be because I just realized how bad timing that would be. Oh, <laughs> okay. Next on. question. Um, I've been riding a CRF two. <laughs> CRF 230L, this is Aaron, uh, for a bit, and I have a serious bug for an upgrade. And essentially, after this paragraph, it goes, uh, should I get the 500 or the 350? And so he's talking about the KTM line of products? Yes, KTM line of products. I know nothing can replace riding and comparing both bikes myself, but with limited opportunities to make that happen, I see, I, I thought seeing I could tap into your expertise. So Aaron was in our class this weekend, mm -hmm. and he is definitely... 350 for that guy, for sure. Oh, that's what you're just going straight 350? Yeah, just 100%. Well, I want to be like all of his buddies are saying, dude, you're an idiot if you don't get the 500. I mean, the 350 doesn't have enough power. No, 350 all day long. I've, I've, I've raced how many years and I want a 350. Yep. Yeah. Like, but I just want a 350. That so, thing is a perfect bike for any skill set. So in the most simplistic ways to talk about this, it's like, it, I always say, if you like to rev something, if you're, if you're not afraid of revving and he wasn't, you know, he, he had no problem revving. So the more you like to rev to get your power, the more you should look at the 350 and the more you like to torque to get your power. In other words, chug, 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 the more you want the 500. Because for the most of the time you're riding, this is what everybody just throws out the window. They're looking at some peak horsepower number and like, I need this much or I need that much. You're going to be whatever power requirement you have, you're going to accomplish that with a throttle. So if you need 17 horsepower or 28 horsepower, you're going to turn the throttle to get that. Both of these bikes will achieve that power level. The 350 will take a little bit more RPM to achieve that power level. And you think about where you ride all the time. Like, at what RPM are you riding and where are you comfortable? And this kind of goes to a little bit to your, you know, the clutch and stuff like that. You're afraid of your bike stalling? Me? You know, sometimes. Oh, it stalls all the time. This yeah. is an old girl. Right. So, so... The, the 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 problem is a lot of people think that, oh, the 350 is going to stall so much. And it's like, no, trust, trust the torque, allow the allow the bike, you know, to to, you know, feel how much power it actually has down low. And fuel injected bikes are so good now. Yeah. So in the grand scheme of things. It, and then so that's the first thing. Do you like to rev or do you like to torque? That's going to give you a direction. I'm not going to talk about the peak power, all the, you know, this, and that. Yeah. So then we come into weight feel, which bike feels lighter or heavier or whatever. As RPM builds, bikes start feeling heavier. Okay. 
So there are times, believe it or not, when the 500 can feel lighter than the 350 because you're not revving it as much yeah. and the motor isn't spinning as much. But for the most part, the 350 will feel a lot less than the number tells you. So let's just say, I think, what, what's the what's the weight difference between those bikes? 12 pounds, 17 pounds? No, or, no it's or, more than that. 350 and 500. 350 yeah. and 500. A pound. It's a pound. Oh, it's yeah. less than that. Yeah, or oh. two pounds, yeah. No, it was, it was a bigger gap. It, well, I don't, I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm, ones, I, I haven't looked at the spec, so it's a pound. It's not much. No, right, it's hardly anything at all. For the most part, the 500 will feel 20 pounds heavier than a 350. Absolutely. And it's because yeah. of the power. 100%. It's because it has the power. And, it's and that it, reciprocating weight once it fires at the top. Yeah. And the, like I said, there's rare instances where a 500 will feel lighter than a 350, but <laughs> yeah, there's not yeah. that. Like I said, rare instances. But Most you're of the going time, from a two, the 250L. Which both of those bikes will feel markedly lighter yeah, than that bike. Yeah. yeah. And his was the adventure, the, the, or the, 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 the rally rally. rally yeah. And, and that bike, just because of the extra stuff on it and just the, 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 the visual aspect of it does feel a lot better. So you will be happy with either of those bikes. Ask yourself what, you know, what are you, what are you looking for? I wouldn't worry about the durability. Like, ah, oh, the 350 is going to be revving when I'm riding on the road. They don't care. Just keep fresh oil in it. Unlike me, you know, I, I go, how many hours did I go on my 500? We figure it was. Baja? Yeah. Well, I mean, I five, guess, I'm going to guess around five, 50 hours. Five times Yeah, eight. 50 hours. Because you said, what, about, yeah, 40, 40, yeah. 50 hours. Yeah. If you change your oil at 25 hours, even though the manual says 10 or 12 or whatever, 15, yeah, you're fine. You know, it's not that hard. Cool. Uh, that's so, Aaron. It's 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 one of those things where that that's going to be such a performance upgrade for you. It, you know, the CRF two fifty L is a really good bike at doing what it's doing. But in and I also noticed that he's a little cramped on that bike. Yeah, you know, the, the, the rider cop is cramped. The, the handlebars too low. The the it, pegs are too high. Right, and you yeah. can get all of the stuff to make the KTM's into that kind of a bike—a yeah, bigger gas tall. tank, a fairing, all these things like this. Mm. You're gonna, you're gonna. E either one of those things is is really good. So Noah has a good question. He says, "Speaking of 300s, what are your opinions on the CRF 300L versus the KLX 300? Is there one objectively better?" Uh, Noah, I think that the, the so the crf 300 l i haven't i haven't ridden i haven't ridden the 300 l and i haven't ridden the kalex 300 but i think the honda just in general the honda is a little bit smaller a little bit more compact oh. and i believe it's a little bit heavier i don't know you'd have to look at the numbers um and my experience with the older kalex 300 and from what i can look at the motor hasn't changed a whole lot the the Honda would have a little torquier, heavier chug chug, you know, engine feel where the KLX or KLR KLX would rev a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, both good bikes, but in the in the grand scheme of things, they're kind of the same thing. Um, at that at that it, you know, like I said, they're they're kind of competing on price point, you know, trying to trying to bring a bike that's affordable in and and give it some legs. So I would just kind of like, y y do you like red or green? Basically, I think both the headlights are ugly, so I wouldn't buy them. <laughs> um, I rode then, a KTM 300 today. I liked it. J Troop Wombat said, sorry I'm late. We're going to have to put him in the sin bin for that, though. For being late? For being late. Well, I hope he was working on his motorcycle. Yeah, me too. Yeah. All right. Do you want to go <laughs> to the next one? Yes. Okay. Hey, Jimmy, not sure uh, if this is how to comment for tech 
talk Taco Tuesday. Is Jimmy's it? not here. Jimmy's not. I here. mean, Logan's dad's not here. But, oh yeah, but yeah. This, wish but, Jimmy. But this Jimmy's yeah. here. But I'm looking at buying a 2013 KTM 250 XC. It has a recluse clutch on it. Uh, owner doesn't know what model is installed. Is there a way to tell if it's a Radius CX or an EXP 3.0? Oh, come on! Is there a way to tell? Not unless you take it apart. Yeah, you got to take the cover off. But. And especially that vintage. And here's here's the 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 thing about at that that was the time when Recluse was kind of going through some evolutions. Um, they they found some better internals to the to the EXP discs. They were going away from the what was the other one called with the ball bearings? Oh, that thing. EXP. That was, was that was, it, was that was the, the EXP. Core? That was that was the EXP. That was the EXP with the ball oh, bearings. Yeah, yeah, the balls are the EXP. Dolls, balls with the EXP. What was the one that was just the plate? The plate. And then, then there was there was like the core, and they have a lot of different names. Yeah. And so until you really take it apart, it's difficult to tell. I can tell by feel between the ball bearing one and the and the the exp disc one. Mm. There's a, there's a there's a there's a real noticeable disengagement on the one with the the, the balls, and it was very very complicated um, to to get those set up properly. I still have them in one of my Husaberg five seventies. Ring the bell. Good. There you go. Got it. Yep. Got it. We, we, we were waiting we, we for that. Z Star Pro. Z Star Pro. That's oh, the one. There, there you go. Yes. So it was yes. not. It was not. It was not EXP. So Z Star. The Z Star yeah. was yes. the one. You nailed it. Thanks, George. Right. And uh, so there's a lot of the. So they were kind of going away from that. They were starting on the EXP, and so when you go to Z Start and the. And the core, this, this, and that, and the others, you're probably going to have to take it apart to see it. It sounds like he wants to go back to a stock clutch. Yeah, that's exactly. He says he wants to convert it back to a manual clutch because I'm a newer rider and want to master the clutch before going auto. Uh, so that's the other half of the question. So I was going to ask if, if you what components would you need to change it back? So if your recluse is set up properly, Here's what I'm going to suggest. Just pretend like you have a regular clutch in there and and and, and then do all the things that a normal clutch does and you, you'll be fine. Uh, you know, and if you're worried about whether you're getting it right, borrow a buddy's bike who has a regular clutch and check yourself as opposed to start taking all this stuff out. What would you need to change it back? It's dependent on what's inside of there. And when you when you open it up and, you, and it looks like all stock parts and there's just one EXP disc, that's the low line one. But like sometimes recluse gives you different thickness plates and it's easy to put that back into a stock clutch especially on the ktm with the hydro clutch it'll kind of self-compensate back in the thing but you know other, aside from just taking and taking all the stuff out and throwing all brand new stuff back in unless you, most of the guys that have the recluse when they put it in there they put all their stuff back in that box and if you can get that box that has the stock parts that would be helpful, but it sounds like those are long gone or misplaced. I really like the EXP, just the EXP, because it, it, it cut down on stalling when bikes were carbureted still yep. and, and all that stuff. You know, you hit a log going downhill, you're not going to die and then hope that it bump starts down the hill and all that. But, yeah. I I I like them. I, I have, like I always say, I have recluses in most of my personal bikes. I did not have a recluse clutch in my bike today. I thought I was actually pretty shocked when I saw there was no recluse cover on that thing. You know, you know, it's funny. I've because of riding recluses, I've learned to be much better on my clutch. Really? Yeah, because hmm. it teaches you how low you can let that bike lug down and how you should properly because it's, it's essentially it's mechanical. It's perfect. It doesn't care 
it, it doesn't care that you hit a bump and it doesn't like, you know, on and off the engagement. It, it does. Everything's based on engine RPM. And when the engine RPM suddenly drops, it suddenly disengages. Yeah. It doesn't take a sound to activate your brain or, or, or feel, you know, um, it's, it's all related to, it's just one-to-one. And, and when I started learning that, it made me better at working a, a manual clutch. And I thought I was pretty good to begin with, but I got way better. And I really learned to trust the torque of the motorcycle. That's good. All right. Well, we got a jetting question. Speaking okay. of FI. Well, I can, I can jet bikes over the internets. Can you? Nine out of ten times. All right. Without referring to a reference manual. Well, do you want me to, to even say it then? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. All right. You almost lost me when you said, I don't know what it does. And this is from Ethan Olson. Okay. I think it's probably from last week or something. Uh, but you really pulled it together nicely. You have an okay understanding of what this does. This is pertaining to J- JD jetting. And that's plenty good for most of us. A bit more confidence next time. So this is a comment. This isn't even a question. Basically calling you out for jetting people over the internet. This oh, was thank old, you. This yeah. was an older JD jetting yeah. video. Yeah. There you go. The, uh, tuner. All right. Uh, speaking of that, you know what kind of sprockets I run on all my bikes? Yeah, DDC. You want to know why? Because the sprockets never wear out. I, I don't like I don't like uh, putting them, you know, sprocket wearing sprockets out and stuff. Stainless steel. They're coated. They look pretty. They're lightweight for lasting forever. DDC supports off-road land use stuff and nate is a real rider himself so if you want to get some ddc sprockets just like it says on the label there you go to ddcracing.net and they just got a big shipment of ktm sprockets so uh now's the time to go get them because they're going to be sold out real quick and then you have to wait yeah yeah i i always got them and they were on back order i had to wait it was always too late um all right so we have uh, 250 XE shootout video comment. Okay. This is directed to Trevor, but I'll pretend like I'm Trevor, which means okay. I won't say much, but I'll right, say Hold something. on, turn that way. Turn that way. All right, now turn back. All right, this is Trevor. <laughs> all right. Agree 100%. I haven't ridden them all except for the Kawasaki, but everything said about the others is 100%. The Honda looks good. You just can't beat the YZF. Why, why, why did I get this? Because you're talking about Yamaha's. Okay, but you just can't beat the YZ250 FX Power Suspension Tuner app. Not that maps make a huge difference. It's just a gimmick mark for me. But any map, when it does the difference on them. Uh, there's there's a whole... Oh, okay. Uh, Honda made a huge advancements, but Yamaha still has a strong edge, power, and suspension. You would think that after all these years, they could put out some suspension that's on par with the, K- the Kiaba Shock. Uh, without spending another thousand for a revolve, but I'm not going green. Stark Varg. I don't know what that means. Uh, well, you don't know what the Stark Varg is? No, it's Stark Varg. It's an electric bike, 80 horsepower, evidently, and it comes. Oh, with a, oh yeah, yeah. And, and I have it, two friends that are on the waiting list it, for that thing. And it, and it comes with it comes with a toolkit. A toolkit? Yeah, it comes with a toolkit. Is it like a computer? You plug it into your home computer? I, I don't know. They they have so many pre-orders of this thing. Yeah. They decided to tell everybody that they're getting a cool toolkit. I have two or three friends, and, and they, they don't know what the toolkit is. It might just be like a, a Phillips and, and like a crescent wrench. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, but, with an electric bike, it's probably just a voltmeter. 
I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you're not supposed to have to work on them. Well, hey, well, back to this. So, so Trevor, um, I got, I got when Trevor sent me the video, I was supposed to tell him, you know, whether it was good or not. And I'm like, Trevor, don't apologize for what you like. He, because he, he yeah, literally the beginning of the video, he says, like, uh, um, I'm, I'm kind of sorry that I picked. The, no, he's not sorry that I picked the Yamaha. That thing needs to go back up there because I'm going to say this because um, it's good. And and they, yeah, they sponsor the show. And if you're a motocross rider driven to dominate, the Yamaha Wisely, YZ line of four-stroke bikes are built for victory. That way you can visit YamahaMotorsports.com today to explore what's new and improved for 2022. If you want to know what we really think, you can listen to Trevor apologize for liking the Yamaha too much. But the YZ450F and YZ250F bring the performance with power well, and four-stroke engines, reducing unsprung weight, new suspension settings, and if you want the look of the full factory ride. Sick plug. Sick plug? Okay, sick yeah. plug, yes, yeah. yes, yes. You can get the Monster Energy Yamaha Racing Edition's graphics, graphics package. You know what the best thing about the Yamahas are, the four-strokes? Please tell me. Precision, precision tunability. And that's with the Yamaha Power Tuner app. And I am the biggest fan of that Power Tuner app because you can take your bike from mild to wild with just a few pushes of the buttons. And you can request the Jimmy Lewis map, which is by far and away the best map, no matter what. And you don't have to think about it. You just go like that and it goes into your bike right from your phone, like yeah. this phone right here. Wait, so there's a Bluetooth app is what you're saying? Yes. Oh, that's amazing. You talk to the ECU with your phone. So visit YamahaMotorsports.com today and find your Yoko you local yamaha dealer there okay well done yeah yeah man i mispronunciated more of that than i've ever mispronounced mispronunciated pronounced. just like i did hey, in the read jimmy's got wordsmanship wordsmanship he was an editor or something he was an editor or something yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> i need the two-stroke one too by the way you have that ready to go yeah i can have it ready on, to go. on point Hey, you know what we like to say about Climb Gear? I wear it almost every day. Did you see me wearing Climb Gear today? He did, full. Did you, did you take a picture of me? I did. You did? I think. You can't post it on the internet because I was wearing prototype gear today. I actually didn't. I didn't take yeah. any pictures. Well, I, I didn't take a picture of you with the gear. It was just off for your other websites. Oh, that's right. The yeah, grinder. For the grinder shit. thing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, me and Matt, I got you down. The only there. grinders. Yeah. So, uh... Actually, today I was testing some some gear for the future, which is it's got some pretty awesome stuff in it. But if you wonder how that gear gets so good, they spend a lot of time testing and developing. They're always looking at the latest materials, the the newest innovations and in fabrics. Um, they're always looking to durability. I have no idea how a bunch of snow machine guys started making really good motorcycle gear. It's it probably probably fifteen years ago. Young Matthew over there has some really sweet. Oh, dude, gear. was that stuff flashy? Oh man, that dude, that's so nice. I've never had gear look that good. Like, yeah, I was so excited to wear it. Um, I, I thought he was fast. I'm surprised he doesn't have. A, I'm surprised he doesn't have a picture of yeah, himself can, like modeling. Do you, that, do you like, have any selfies of that stuff? No, I got Logan to take some pictures of me though before we got it all dirty. Right, because oh, I, I wanted to make a thank you post because Klein was hooking us hooking the riding school up with some gear. So oh, yeah. that's fantastic. Really Thanks, nice Klein. Yeah, yeah, they support they support the show. They support the riding school. Yeah, and right. if you want good off road durable gear actually you know you know what's funny is you could almost wear that gear at the track and people like don maeda would not like give you a hard time yeah it's it's <laughs> sick like 
I'm surprised they didn't send a uh, mixtape. It's the best when I show up and I like I know I'm not going to be a photo guy because you know I I I understand there's like boundaries and stuff. We don't really want to cross these lines, so. Sometimes I'll show up and I'll just throw my climb gear on because it's so damn comfortable, my, my XC light gear, and I'll go out and start motoring around the track. And so when I'm roosting Don the whole time in my climb gear, sometimes when we get back, I go, Don, should I put the fanny pack on just to rub it in even worse? <laughs> yeah, that makes more yeah. sense. That would, so, that would be the logical next step. I like Don. Yeah. You only got okay. you only got, <laughs> you only got one more thing, and I think it's another comment. Okay. All right. Brian Frick? Brian Frick. I have a 20... YZF-X and a 22RX. I agree with Trevor on those two, even though I'm old and slow. Uh, Trevor's Trevor's kind of (laughs) slow. The power tuner and transmission put the Yamaha unquestionably first. Honda starts starts looking really nice compared to the Yamaha. I put the red moto tank on it and it's worth the money. Uh, Looking forward to seeing comments from other folks. Right. So if you want to comment, just go check out our uh, videos on the YouTubes. Trevor is doing a really good job of uh, keeping, you know, keep doing some really good, interesting comments. Oh, we have a celebrity on, up here on. A, oh, he's probably is he the one that submitted the video? No, but he uh, does have a submission. Oh, he has a submission. Oh, dear. Yeah. Here it, we go. Is he, uh, is so, he a submission hey, wait, for back, a grinder account? No. Oh, back to okay. Trevor. Back, back to Trevor. Trevor. Trevor's been doing a really good job putting all this stuff on, on dirt bike tests and because and, I haven't been. And he's doing such a good job. Somebody's out shopping trying to steal him from us. Oh, what? Yes. Yeah, we could. We, we, we stand to lose Trevor because, you know, we don't make any money here. <laughs> Like, yeah. we, we, we're just paying, we're just like putting quarters in the slot machine to send this stuff out on the tubes. I've seen that hot tub of yours. I don't believe that for a second. The hot tub? Yeah. You mean the pool out back there? Yeah, it's perump. It gets real hot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lap pool. Yeah. That's oh, for, yeah. I forgot the bungee cord. Th- that's a therapy. Can therapy you explain pool. to people that for one second? I think that's a worthwhile. Story. I need to start a home improvement yeah, podcast. 100%. Or like How this. to make a lap pool for $15. Yeah. Yes. Well, you got to invest the 430 on the 14 foot diameter round um, pop up backyard pool too well, first. You know, have you, did you check Craigslist before you just went out and bought it all nilly willy like? No, if they're selling it on those on those other sites, it's got they gotta have the pinholes that are really the detriment to the oh, okay. to the above yeah, ground yeah, pool yeah. crowd. Duct, duct tape. Um it's kinda like it's kinda like patching a tube. You know, it's like yeah. do you really want to do this in emergencies? Okay, but you know, I can I, I stay up late at night, I see all those flex seal commercials. <laughs> <laughs> so uh hey, another thing. You wonder how I can ride so much, right? Fast company flex handlebars. Oh yes. I've been riding those since the uh, since actually 2004. That's probably right when they started coming out. They were. Things. I had the original with the single bar. Oh wow, that's real original. Yeah, I, I yeah. Cole and Chris are good friends of mine, family friends from uh, from an ex, and and uh, we've always stayed in touch. They've always taken care of the sport. They're always there. Yeah. So I have bad wrists. Everybody knows I had career-ending wrist injuries, and luckily, I was right about the time that the flex handlebars came out. And I didn't just go poo-poo them like all the other uh, media did at the time. I said, hey, these things actually have some merit. Everybody complained about how heavy they were. Well, over the time, uh, fast companies worked at reducing the weight. They've made the things just way more sano. Imagine having a bar that has that much adjustability 
you know, in this in the in the angle, mm-hmm. and they have different sweeps, all the stuff you need to get the right handlebar bend for you. Plus, there's a benefit, a bonus, is that shock absorbing flex dampers inside of it. So you have compression and rebound dampening on your handlebars. And I've always said they make bad forks good. So I can actually run, and I talked about this on our last show, how I run a slightly stiffer setting in my fork so I can get better feel for the ground without punishing my wrists. I've been running fast company bars for 19 years, and I will tell you they've been on every single motorcycle that I've ever owned. And uh, I'm a true believer because I've broken my wrist six times. Oh, that's more than me. Uh, My right wrist six times, my left wrist five. So (laughs) I will tell you the only reason I'm still riding motorcycles right now is from those fast company bars. These guys are making American-made, all American-made products as they always have been. I have them on most of my bikes. And the difference between a bike that has it on and a bike that doesn't, if I ride a bike that doesn't have fast company flex bars on it, I can't ride tomorrow, or if I do, <laughs> I, I pay for it because my my wrists really hurt. So they're that they're really that good, and I'm not and I'm not kidding. I would tell this to anybody. That wasn't just a read; that was uh, the truth. So, yeah. anyways, um, I think that we're on for another question up here. Uh, where are we at? Oh, there we go. Any chance you know what off road helmet would be best for a long oval head shape? Yeah, Rusty Schatz. He's a regular viewer. Um, I used to know this because I wore so many different helmets when I was doing photo modeling all the time. We were always wearing different helmets. And I want to say that, that and, and this may not be current because I know they changed. Because, like, I know the climb helmets between the F3 and F5, there is um, there is the 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 F5 tends to be a more oval shape and the F3 tends to be a more round. And I've even seen companies kind of switch them mid run and stuff. The, in my experience, the showies and the bells tended to be a little bit more oval than the arise. Yes. And the, the, I used to sell these things. I'll tell you exactly. Oh, good. Yeah. You used to, yeah. Work dealership. Yeah. I worked dealership for four years. Uh, Then cut in and, Give drop knowledge. Yeah. So, uh, showy off-road helmets. It's, it's funny cause the street bike helmets and the off-road helmets switch. So the, the showy off-road helmets are for a long oval and then the, uh, awry off-road helmets are for the round or round head. I have a round head. I rode with a rise because it was the only one that really fit really well. Uh, I've tried showies. I've bought showies. I've, I've had showies given to me and they just don't fit my head. Um, and, the, the, and, and, and then it flips. The, the, the most important thing about a helmet, by the way, is fit. Yes. That's if it doesn't fit, you can throw out anything else you want. Yeah, Price. Yeah. It doesn't materials. matter how much you spend on it. Doesn't right. matter at all. Yeah. So, so that's the, the most important thing. Yeah. And I was really disappointed. I bought a, I bought a, a rye street helmet and it was a long oval. And, uh, you know, I bought it right before a, a thousand mile road trip on my old cruiser that Jimmy still ro- roaches me about. Um, yeah. I, and I had the biggest headache and then I switched to a showy helmet and, it, it cured it all. So they flip flop depending on what you're trying to get. If you want a street bike helmet, um, long oval is awry or, uh, I'm sorry. Long oval is yeah. Awry and uh, round is showy. And if you want an off-road helmet, showy is long oval and, uh, awry is round. But probably, you know, if you're buying a helmet, this is a great opportunity for you to be able to go to a dealership and try them, yeah. you know, try different helmets on and see, how do the climb helmets fit? Um, it's because you got a round noggin 
I have a round, and and so so I prefer the F three over the F five. But what was funny is I wore the F five last time I was down in Baja, and it actually seemed like it fit really good. It's more comfortable because I went back to the F three today. I was wearing the F three today, mm-hmm. and, I, and I'm like, did I did I reshape my head? Some pinch points. It might be malleable. My head might be malleable. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Well, I'm gonna. I, I I have to take a nature break. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give a celebrity. Oh, we we have. We're to, gonna get a celebrity guest here. We have to. Geez, we're already that late. Yeah. Running that yeah, far over. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and take a quick little break. We have a, actually a commercial breaks in the oh, show. Oh, yeah. that's perfect for me. Yeah. So you can go run and run and do that. Um. So uh, go ahead and do that, and then we'll we'll uh, bring in um. Rooster Endo after this. Yep, Rooster Endo right Okay, so here's your break. Have you ever seen any one of my bikes? They all have flex handlebars on them. What are those, Jimmy? Well, Fast Company, that's www.fastco.com, makes the flex handlebar, and it's essentially suspension built into your handlebars. They make bad forks good. They absorb impacts like you wouldn't believe, and they're really tough. And I've been running for over 20 years, and I don't think I've ever bent a set. And if I have, I forgot about it. It was a long time ago. So these are American-made products, and until you run them, you won't realize how good they are. The reason this works is the flex handlebar is stiff laterally through the steering path, but allows it to be forgiving from the load path without sacrificing control or input. This means it basically dampens the forces that you don't want, and it doesn't affect the forces you do want so it steers properly and takes the pain out of your wrists so if you're looking for good feel in your handlebars without suffering from catastrophic impacts or complaining that your forks are too harsh the flex handlebar is the solution they make other products like the spoke torque wrench impact pegs really trick brake clevis and brake spring kits and clicker adjusters so if you're looking to get some of this stuff, check out www.fastco.com. That's spelled F-A-S-S-T-C-O.com. Remember, two S's in fast. What's up, Moto Buddies? Mike here from Taco Moto Co. What is the Taco Touch? It's the best service in the industry. Virtually 24-7 tech support via email or text. And it's like having a dirt bike doctor on call every day of the year, helping you fix your bike or recommend parts or setups for you. If you've ever received an order from us, you know that the Taco Touch extends to our fulfillment and our orders come with the coolest stickers that you've ever had, uh, buying parts from anybody before and a handful of root beer barrel candies. Um, all of our Taco Moto co-branded components come with a no questions asked lifetime warranty and we'll even extend out the warranty of other manufacturers, OEM and aftermarket parts where we can sometimes for life. We test and tune endlessly and exhaustively and obsessively. We're trying to destroy everything that we can before you get your hands on it to look for weaknesses and to improve it or to make recommendations to the manufacturer. And if it's something that doesn't uh, meet grade, then we don't offer it on the store. Everything that we carry is something that we have personally used, tested, and ridden, and raced, and knows meets uh, the high taco touch demanding standard. Go out and get some adventure. We're live? Yeah, you're live. I said we're coming. Ah, okay. I was trying to post on the Instagrams mm. from, from our from our previous live video. All right. Well, don't. don't I got to step out, so don't let the show don't uh, hurt, down. Don't hurt my brain? Yeah. 
Uh, George says he has an oval head. Let's see. Does that look oval to you? Looks kind of square to me. Yeah, it's got square. For sure. <laughs> so welcome back to the show. Um, this is the segment. Are we going to get a special guest in here? Are we allowed to have girls on the show? I don't know. It's okay. It's um, 2022. Well, Jimmy. now that Matt's gone, um, we we were trying. We were really I trying to. We were really trying to boost um, viewership. So we were going to call this show. We we're going to call this show Tech Talk Taco Tuesday and Strippers. Yeah. <laughs> Is this the right way to introduce you or not? Uh, oh, perfect. damn it. Thank you so yeah, much. That's fine. So bad. Um, you're going to have to scoot over a little bit yeah, and you'll get a little closer. Get, get over here. I'll move my tacos. And Ryan, would you introduce your it's fiance, correct? Fiance. Well, yeah. the same thing as a girlfriend. That's what I still call Heather. Same thing. Um so this is uh, my fiance, beautiful fiance, Sari. She took her first class this weekend with Jimmy and did killer. She's a beginner, but she uh, she's quickly moving up to a novice. But I'm a professional bitch seat rider, as I declared That's in class true. yesterday. We, we always so. went up and beat up on supercars on the BMW, like wearing like a tank top and, you know, incorrect riding gear. Oh, on your cruiser? Yeah, no, 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 on the Beamer. On the Beamer. Yeah, with knob tires and a cooler in the in the panner. Right. And just go beat up on supercars on the weekends. That was <laughs> our kind of thing for a while. But it's more fun to ride your own motorcycle. Yeah. Fucking A. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so we're going to have to use beeps. You know, beep. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, we, we, don't, we don't make this show for kids, but... Oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 I don't like to say bad words in front of Logan, so I've learned how to tone down my language. What? Yeah, so I'm I'm sensitive. Let the boy learn. Yeah, I'm sensitive. Oh, you ought to hear his dad. Yeah. <laughs> I met his dad. I <laughs> met his dad. Yeah. So, Siri. 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 You got close. I'm, I, I butcher names all day long. That's it was written on her front number plate, and I probably never said it that much. Yeah, that's fair. So Matt's trying to do something here to adjust the camera to fix things. So oh. we're all good. So in front of us is the rooster endo board. If you end up on this end, your bike is endoing. If you end up on this end, you're roosting. What you can win if you submit is a $100 gift certificate from Taco Moto. So they make really good parts. You go to tacomoto.co and uh, get all the stuff you need. And we don't discriminate on what kind of bike that you have. Even if it's a Yamaha, it may not win. Just because Yamaha supports this show. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And Takomoto makes a lot of cool stuff for lots of different brands. So, oh boy. Oh no, I got, I got, this is perfect. So, so, this so, is perfect for me. So the way it works is you hand me the picture. Oh, I hand you the picture. You hand me the picture. Yeah, yeah. I don't get to look at what it is. I just look at the picture. So I get the picture. I hold it up like this. And then you say the name and then Matt goes and pulls it out of the, the closet. And this, he puts this, it up. This guy's name is Rick K. Brabeck. Rick Rick Brabeck. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, Rick Rick Brabeck. You ought to hear my phone yeah. what what, it, what she says when she calls Rick A. Rick A? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it says it's a it's a Jaker Honda Furfitty RX. Um No, go ahead and say what it is. Okay. It's a JCR Honda 450RX. Right. Yeah, I got the PC bump absorption, which uh, it's got pro circuit suspension with O Campbell Grand Prod settings. Can you, you can, yeah, so it's got, a, is it original Campbell production o Campbell settings? Grand 
I'm trying to, I'm trying to, this guy's, this guy's obviously from the high desert. Can't that, 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 (laughs) oh, he's going to pay for that. Oh yeah. 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 It has a PS Zost. Wow, Pro he, circuit, yeah, Zost. I don't know what that Zost, means. yeah, yeah, not sure. Is I it, think he texts more than he than he actually yeah, types yeah. stuff out. Renthal Fat Bars, although he spelled it Rental. Okay, you have sponsorships, Ricky. Our <laughs> um, HRC clans he does know how to pronounce his name. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, Riquet. I'm sorry, he's French. He's French. Hints <laughs> uh, and clutch components, gold rings on preferred OEM hubs. Preferred? Is that is there a preferred hub? Um, preferred. Maybe That's he a, prefers them. May, maybe he prefers them. Yeah. Uh, nothing makes you faster than Jimmy Lewis off road than a heavy right hand and a heavy right pointer. Heavy. I think right. that was a fat joke. <laughs> a heavy right hand. Yeah. So, so, yeah. He said he has a heavy right hand. What, Mind a, you, Ricky, right I knew pointer. you when you had a very Not heavy right. right hand and a very right, <laughs> heavy right pointer. <laughs> yeah. Um, Front break, I'm going to guess. Yeah. yeah. Heavy right pointer. I keep mispronouncing his name. It's Riquet. Yeah. Riquet, yeah. I like that bike way better than any of the other ones he'd submitted. Same here, actually. That, that yeah. one. I mean, I've ridden all the other bikes, allegedly, and... and I like the I like the newer ones better than the though because because some of the other most of the other ones have carburetors and then the other other one is a factory rally bike and that thing's just plain gnarly oh, and, and, and yeah it looks it's it looks so it looks cool to be on it and it's yeah. it's kind of cool to ride but like that that bike is for him period yeah yeah it doesn't do anything good for me no um, it's a really good rally bike <laughs> obviously but this is of all of Ricky's bikes. Actually, he invited me to go riding with him a couple weeks ago, and he said I could ride anything in his garage, and this would have been the one I would have grabbed. Oh, hell probably. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, if it has, if it, I, and I have no idea what they've done to the suspension. They could have completely jacked it up because you know when they modify it for one guy, you're making it worse for the other guy because the stock stuff is actually. Well, pretty doesn't it have like forty clickers? This the factory stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but this is just production based oh, okay. stuff. That's oh, probably this bike. This that's bike. probably a really good bike. Yeah, it looks pretty. I don't know. Did it beat Kendall today? That day when you're out riding, was it faster than Kendall? That's gonna have. That's gonna have to be the thing. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a question. I hate to say it, Ricky, but as much as as much as you butchered the description, that bike roosts. Yeah, definitely. That's roos. a really good. That's a nice bike. Yeah, it just has all the right stuff done. It's to too it. pretty. I'm actually mad at it. <laughs> it's preferred. No, preferred. Prefer, it's preferred. It's <laughs> right. got preferred hubs. Uh, here's the next one. Okay. This is from a gentleman named San Felipe Bob. I've never heard of this guy. Yeah, Who is that? A oh boy. Yeah. He has two generations of race wins on the same awesome machine. It's a 94 WR250Z two-stroke. This is the, this is I have f- ridden this bike. This Can is, I be the first to say that I enjoy the feminine colors? Oh, it yes, is. It's purple, is. blue, well, yeah. and white. No, mm-hmm. it's not feminine. That's just 90s, baby. That's 90s. Hey, KTM just released their 2023 um, bikes today, and they threw a little purple into the graphics. Oh, finally. Yeah, that was, that was the big, for the enduro bikes, that was the big change this year, the big change in your 2023 KTMs. It's not going to some sort of new fuel injection on the TPIs. It's not changing over to the new factory edition style four strokes. It's purple graphics. It's purple swath of color on the graphics. Yes. This is peak Jimmy Lewis And why era. not? If and, we haven't hit the purple era, where yeah, are we gone? He, well, it's a, it is a, it is a 
it is a uh, payback to the to the when KTM's were purple. They were, and then right after that, they turned teal, no, or teal, green, yeah. or something like that. I, I was a, I was a factory rider back then. Um, is this a dirt bike, Matt? It seems yep. to be a dirt it's, bike. It's beautiful. It's a, oh dirt, boy. A, a dirt. So bike. Back it actually to, back, looks like a new e-bike. Back to San Felipe Bob's thing. Is he? Is he put trophies in the picture too? Yep. Oh, he did. He yeah. threw some trophies into yeah, the picture. Yeah, some trophies. There's is some the, yellow in there too. Is the seat torn? Is this that, is, oh yeah, this is Bob. like an is ugly man still? wearing more rings to look prettier, oh, though. Man, that's wow! Mean. No, I'm sorry. That, she hasn't met you yet. She'll love you. That isn't mean. That's appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't referring to San Felipe. I like Bob. I was referring to the bike. <laughs> uh, well, it's a, a bike is a, a bike is a, um, a a reflection of the the man that created it. And how many colors? How many different colors of blue can we have? Look at the frame and the fender, and then the purple seat and the. Off blue, but you tank. know the yellow really pulls the yellow, it all together. The yellow highlights, yeah. I've I've made puke that looks better than this bike. Oh man, that's not nice. That yeah. thing is a winning machine. It's got trophies. That that's the definition. I ride it. That's the definition of a bulby, a bulbulous tank. Hey, and we use the word bulbulous. Yeah. Do your five seventies have a trophy? Oh. oh, do my five gallons been thrown? Do my five seventies have a trophy? Do any of your five seventies have trophies to go along with them? Let's see. Um, no, because I, I I remember one time. Oh, I, Excusatron. I where's, ra- the, yeah. where's the where's no. the thing for the Excusatron? I raced I raced my five seventy in at the Takati Enduro, and I got a I got I got a fourth place trophy. And I can't figure out how I got a fourth la- fourth place trophy in That's the forty. That's a lot of participation in the, in the for 40, trophies. I will tell no, no, you in the forty class. It's hanging on the wall in the other house. All it's right, it's up on right. the wall. That's fair. And I I constantly look at that and I go, how the hell did I get fourth place in the forty class? Because when I was when I was like of the age, I used to finish you know top three. I think third was my best, maybe second on a one twenty five one time of all things. Hmm. And I keep asking myself, how could you get older? And you're still racing against all the same guys and get beat by other 40-year-olds. But um, I did a cartwheel on the 570, so it only has a fourth-place trophy, and I don't know that I've raced it anyplace else. Just a quick question on that. Yes. Yeah. So Let's the get five, back to Bob's bike, but no, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the 570 has such a low center of gravity. Were the no, cartwheels no, no, better? Or no, worse? it's a high center of gravity. Oh, it's so a very centered, oh, okay, it's a very centered center of gravity. Forget I said anything then. All so, right, Bob's bike. You guys, Bob is apparently colorblind. So, you know, we, oh. we're all assholes. I mean, that's what I'm hearing. That's what are I'm we, hearing. Are we picking on him then? Better better yeah. critics, though. I thought he was an electrician. Of color than he is. No, I think he. I think he's a general. He's an MacGyver. Yeah, yeah, a general master yep. of some sort of construction skill. That makes sense. Um, so... <laughs> Just to be fair, I'm torching Insert people, but I, I love here. Bob and I love you, Ricky. No, it's all good. I'm, <laughs> I'm confused at where to go with this bike. Can we <laughs> yeah, put, it, can we put back. it back on the screen? Yeah. It's got it's got trophy cred. Yeah. It's ugly as fuck. Yeah. Excuse my French, but you started this. I speak Sorry. a little French. Yeah. I speak a little French. Does he have a red bar pan, pad on it? It is looks that, that's yeah. what I was looking at. Is yes. It de-hand, is it the old dehandler? What was the bar but pad? But he that might they think used it's to... the same color as the grass. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's that bar pad that has like the two ridges in it. It's like that old like mono, yeah. mono foam thing. Right, the debruiser. Yeah. It was called the debruiser. Yeah. It was like the dehandler. They made it, it. Hey, to be fair, it's period appropriate. 
It might be. It does look like a onesie you would wear skiing in 1989. Yeah, I remember that bike. It's fast. It gets it's super. Popular. The motor, the motor's still pretty good. I mean, y'all yeah. hasn't changed that motor. It's got yeah, a bulbulous yeah. tank that pushes the debruiser. The, the debruiser. See, I That's caught. I, I caught it. Yeah. Um, Bob, you need to see a, a gardening specialist to fix those uh, dead spots in your lawn. Oh, uh, by I know the way. a guy. His name's Jimmy. Uh, th- this bike roosts. Yeah. Well, let's let's put it this way. It's it, it has With it has disease. it has roosted. Yeah. And yes. uh, is it going for sale tomorrow? Like, is he going to say I got roost on Tech Talk Taco <laughs> Tuesday and, <laughs> and this not. thing's up for sale? That Genius. Thing's, that thing, that thing's basically Genius. a trophy case yeah. bike right there. Did we read the disclaimer where the, the uh, Taco Moto um, gift certificate is not available to friends or family or or uh, top fans of the show? Oh, we did not give that disclaimer. But okay, the... go ahead. Next. <laughs> okay, so we got Keith Webster. Okay, Keith Webster. One of nine bikes. Wife said I could have three. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your stick to itiveness. Hey, how many? How many of your? Uh, how many of these bikes are your wives? <laughs> yeah, totally. This is a trick you got to learn. Oh, it's a great six days bike. Yeah, I love them. I love six days bikes. They they have a great color scheme. God, where is that all he put? That's I'm all really, that's I just it. want to say I'm really let's appreciating see. the we'll landscape on, on the, this picture. Let's zoom in on the back. I mean, he's got he's much got a better nice, than nice the dead sprocket. grass. Nice sprocket. I'm, I'm I'm actually trying to identify the location of this photo, which oh. is kind of one of the things I kind of do on my side. But um, think, is thinking, it is it a low seat on that thing too? Yeah, I shaved seat it. Concept. That's sh- that's concept seat concept. Seat concept seat. You see the logo it's back. Shaved. Okay, shaved yeah, for sure. Super low rider seat. Yeah. Some people need that. Well, you know, Jamie Lewis says you don't sit down on a bike anyway. Right, so you're not going to feel it, but yeah, the problem is they need a seat. they they have it so they can put their f- both feet on the ground. But mm-hmm. if you're following Crazy Nate's technique, you really oh, need yeah. that extra four inches extra of this, this bike yeah. is not Crazy Nate approved. No, <laughs> no. Well, he 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 doesn't. No, he he would hate. He would like the low part of it, but he would not like the seat. Um, lack of information, Endo. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. And then follow this, the follow the rules. We have a special submission. Yep, from yeah. Young Matthew. Okay, oh. it's a video submission. Uh, I forget the name. He submitted a. Uh, oh, it's a, just a dirt bike. Video. Yeah, we so, have it. We you know uh, so if get, if you take, take the headphones off because. I don't know. It's gonna. Oh, it's gonna blow out. my ears oh, out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, I, I tell you, I tell you. Can we? Can we still hear it, or I can hear? It? Just oh, feel, you'll feel. be able to hear it from the headphones. Oh, no. hey. So one thing, uh, Ryan is a hand as a Ryan hand. Ryan is a hand. <laughs> Ryan's an artist, and so if you ever wonder about where this this uh, nice piece of artwork came from, Ryan made that, um, uh, donated it to the to the show, uh, which I really appreciate because when I when he showed me a picture of what he was working on. I thought that was uh, was um, pretty cool, but uh, if you're where, where do we find your art? Uh, extremesportsart.com, extremesportsart.com, or Ryan dash or Ryan's a dash hyphen. Ryan Hanna underscore RBH works. On yeah, on Instagram. on the grams. Yeah, that's probably the best way. That's I don't all. know how to sell myself, so it's all right. Well, you and me have more in common now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's get to that video. Okay. Thanks. So we got a follow up oh. to Tech Talk Taco Tuesday one two seven with an FE two fifty um, motor takeout by the rubber dampeners in the clutch. This video Did is so exciting. The show was early no, jam, but I'm still waiting hey, for motor parts over here. It's just it's all silence here. That is the only thing outstanding. 
Uh, I'm looking. I'm looking at a shaky video with um, a bike with no motor in it. So in the video, he said there was no parts coming in for that. Just tune the suspension. Twenty-one KX two fifty. Set up the rider. Right. Oh, that's the one with slipping clutch. Yeah. Or the dragging clutch. Yeah. So it's got tugger strap and gone up one tooth in the rear to a fifty-two. I like how Matt's just dropping straight into the narration for the guy. Yeah. He's got some money on making this thing work. For this couple of hours, so we'll see how that goes. But maybe well, uh, that was awesome. That was I, 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 yeah, yeah, I, I might be able to get the video sound right. Heather oh, says the, the video, video has sound. sound. You need to be quiet. I, I think well, the boss told me to take my headphones off. No, no, I couldn't hear it. I, I took couldn't my hear headphones it either. On and I couldn't hear it. But anyway, uh, I don't like headphones anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, George, for the link. Uh, also, I, I did see your note earlier. George wanted to point out that uh, I thought it might be a little bit dangerous for him to take control of my throttle in the sand. George, you know, I now understand I was having a heat stroke at that moment. But, <laughs> he but could yes. hear. He could hear your heat stroke. Yeah, he could. <laughs> no, hear they're it. saying they could hear. They the could, video. Hear, oh, could the hear the video. Yeah. Yeah. It was just. It wasn't going to us, but it was going to them. Mm. Right. So. So the complete opposite of what was go- uh, opposite problem of last week. Hmm. Well, somebody will fix it, I guess. Yeah, we'll fix it in post. Oh, this is live. It's live show. That's why yeah, it's such yeah. a mess. Thanks, Matt. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea. That we have this horrible picture that doesn't that doesn't do it any justice. Is that art or is that art? Oh, this is art. Yeah. 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 Nouveau. And, and, and he showed us a bike without an engine, which is kind of depressing. Hey, take a then, picture of this. It could be an NFT. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can you make money, money at that? Makes, yeah, you can launder some money from some Russian billionaire, I'm sure. Um... Well, hopefully, shitshow.com. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying. We're really we're trying. We're really trying our vein. best to, to 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 help you out here. So he couldn't get parts for the one that was all apart, mm-hmm. and it was a one that he had actually submitted a question about uh, quite a few shows ago from like one twenty seven. What was the what was the issue? Was that the one that the three hundred top it, end or no? It was an FE two fifty two fifty. It might have been a TE two fifty. Yeah, is he is he in the is he in the chat? Maybe you can remind me. Maybe he is in the is chat. Is that is that all? That's all we had today. That's it. That's it. That's, that's it. it. We got Rickay's bike, definitely a roost. I think he wins just for sending a yeah. video in and a long time listener. Yeah, right. yeah, he's the winner. Sounds good. And right. the other guys are disqualified because they're they're all fishing for hundred dollar gift certificates. Here it's uh, <laughs> uh, Pedro uh, Linchero. Pedro Linchero. Yep. Dirt oh. bike. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, we got it. We got to, you know, we have to have like, we should have like a submission form. So mm. it makes it easier for these people because it like following instructions is kind of difficult. Mm. I understand. Yeah, this is a nightmare, Matt. Did you translate this from Ricky's text? No, he, yeah, no. So I just copy and paste. This yeah. is, this is Ricky's And text. push two buttons. Yeah. Mostly oh, this, my buttons. This is bad. Hey, so. it's, it's, it's only two buttons to copy and paste, and it's only two buttons to start and run the show. It's okay. Yeah. I, you know, I've hit my head too, Ricky. I, I understand. Those letters are hard. Okay, so we're at the point of the show where we are uh, looking for any sort of questions that you might have. If, if you have been trying to find some sort of mystery answer, we can, we can help you out. Uh, this is what I do sometimes. We're going back through this, scrolling through the chat right oh, now. Oh, we just got called out. By what? By Bob. Go up one. Go up a little. He said Ryan and Jimmy are, are limp-wristed. limp-wristed. No, they're fused. That means I'm stronger. 
No, mine's mine's not fused Is at it? all. Oh, no, you gotta work just, on they're, that. They're, you gotta break it a couple more times. They're they're just kind of disconnected. Is yeah. what they are. Yeah, just kind of bring them. So, um, what, what would, would Jimmy do? do? Oh, that's supposed to be a segment. Like when you fix when you fix something. We kind of did it with the fork seal thing tonight. Yeah. What else did I work on today? Mm. I I I I got upset because I couldn't use that really trick funnel. So I just went and got my regular funnel. And what else did I work on? Did I work on anything on the trail? Bike worked perfect all day. Oh, I had to, I had oh, to add yeah. I had I had clicks I had clicks to my suspension. We yeah. want to know what your personal endo and roost of the day is. Yeah. Oh, like my personal. Mm-hmm. The the roost was the KTM three hundred I rode two thousand nineteen KTM three hundred. Yeah, rode perfect. That thing was I had I had a really good time. I'm, oh, I had such a good day. I like that more and more. And uh, my personal endo today. I'm, I, you, a, you missed my bushcraft when I got that that tree stuck in between the motor and the 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 uh, the, the brake lever. You right. Well, it. I know. I, I you knew missed you, it. I, I wondered. I thought maybe there was a miscommunication. Is when when I turned around and said, "Okay, we're going to head back now." No, I turned around perfect. Then I just murdered. I thought. A tree. I thought maybe you thought I was going to go look for a different oh, way no, around no. and then come and come back again because I was kind of waiting for a while and I didn't. And I finally heard the bike fire up. So yeah, no. I didn't think much of it. Yeah, always keep a pocket knife on you, kids. Did you have to use a pocket knife? I had to cut the tree out. Oh, <laughs> always yeah. ride with a partner. Always, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Oh, yeah, and the partner. Don't but, worry if that partner just abandons you completely. It's yeah, fine. yeah, totally, yeah totally. Pocket, You'll be fine. Knife is really <laughs> no, this good. is Jimmy's version of like, is he okay? He's like, oh, I hear his bike. I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> Again, if so, if if you have any, if you have any questions, yeah, what you you you'll get the what would Jimmy do if you put me in this situation? Did we ever get the clarification? There was one guy asked for some clarification on one of his questions. I know we got the clarification on the carburetor. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. That was a good. One. But um, I think everything else. Uh, I have a question for you. Oh, okay. So CRF four fifty X. Right. Um, you know, with the carburetor. Right. Ricky's you, favorite bike. Would you change it to Electron? Like a, a no, 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 no. no. That's a good carburetor. I mean, I got I got a grand into the carburetor, so like I'm not too worried. I got the flow pole and the. In the external, you know, all the the, other the yeah the bleed it adjusts yeah, the squirt yeah, the R, bleed all the all the R and D R and D stuff yeah all yeah no you, that that's a good carburetor stock in yeah. general those those they 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 I mean as far as carburetors go they spend a lot of time having to take it in and out, on and off the bike is is a nightmare sucks, and yeah. and the, when the when the pilot jet plugs that's that's a nightmare and that's it's not the, too bad you just so, loosen up Swiss it but yeah you got to take the little subframe off no you don't. To get the to get your pilot jet out, absolutely not. You can get your pilot jet absolutely. out, absolutely. Without, do you have to pop it out of the boot yeah. or anything, or just nope. just turn? I just it? twist it. Wow, you have I a long know. screwdriver. Yeah, I have okay. one screwdriver that I do bought you, specifically for it. Yeah. Do you take the chain the chain cover off? The, uh, half the time. It's it's off or it's no. Nope. I usually leave it on. Okay, you can get it up in there. Interesting. So I've. I got rid of two Honda 450 for X's just because I got sick of doing it. And actually a lot of times it wasn't just the pilot jet that would plug like the internal passageways and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and now I have, I have two CRF 250 X's. One's a Christini and one's a normal one mm-hmm. that the carburetors need to yeah, come it's off. Been, and it's it, been a very long day on that. And if you think, yeah. And if you think getting the carburetor off of a CRF 250 X is tough, Try it with a Christini because now you have a chain. Oh yeah, you got the worm gear and the chain. Yeah, the right chain there. and all that yeah, stuff. Oh, and the yeah. whole frame is modified it's a around there. Nightmare. And so I wasn't happy when when I noticed the other day that that bike is a uh, is uh, a little lean on the pilot jet. 
Mid-body gasket once a year. What is that? Uh, inside the carburetor, there's a mid-body gasket, and this is a big problem with those, too, because the current fuel kind of degrades those gaskets, and it mm. starts leaking. Well, luckily, I've lived in Oregon where they don't have that gas. Right. Yeah. Non-ethanol yeah. Yeah, fuel. Yeah, non-ethanol fuel. That, well, is, that is the Try ticket. to find that around here. That is the ticket. <laughs> or people that decide to put race gas in there, and then they burn oh, yeah. out twice as quick. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Well, that looks like a, a, a wrap for us. Thank Siri. Sorry. Siri. Sorry. Siri. Like Siri. Like my phone. No. No. Like Mary with an like S. Like Mary with an S. There you go. Mary. Sari. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Oh, you nailed it. Look at that. Well I, done. I, I Who be, said you can't teach an old dog new tricks? I can be taught. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I want to thank you for, for teaching us that when do you grip a bike? All the time. Regrip, Regrip a bike. Regrip a bike. All the time. Regrip all the time. Yeah. Grips me. You're going to have so much of a better. Seriously, like the rest of my day was so much better just for the fact that I regripped all the time. Jeff Cole, if you were up there cleaning trail in the place you said, I appreciate you, but never say that word out loud. Yeah. And, no, and, uh, sacrilege. Or yeah. We never talk about locations. And there's a long story behind that tree, and you'll have to meet me in person before I tell it because I don't, don't so, talk about so locations. The, the Piutes, is, that's in New Mexico, right? It's in Africa. Africa. Yeah. There we go. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's one of my things. Like if you, when people say, hey, you know, like, you know, they, they want to know where, where was that photo taken? And I'm like, find it yourself. New Mexico. Yeah, because, and the reason is because now it's too easy to just grab information off the internet you and go there. You can look up the location and, tags on the photo. Well, yeah, you can, yeah. but that's why I take all that stuff off of that stuff. But the, well, you don't take pictures. Yeah, yeah, or you don't post on the socials. But it's too easy for people to go find, you know, really good stuff, you know, choice locations and stuff these days. So I think that it's, that it's, uh, that, you know, let the, let the consumers go someplace else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially when you spend so much time building. Yeah. Trails. Germany. It yeah, was someplace in Germany, in Germany or Florida. It's a Germany or Florida. One of those well, two Well, you were places. working for BMW when you discovered that tree. The Paiutes, that's a swamp, right? Yeah, the Paiutes is a swamp. Yeah, Maybe the Paiutes Swamp. Louisiana, I've been there. Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, I've been right. there. Okay. <laughs> I think it's a great place to ride bikes. Anyways, well, that sounds like a show to me. We are going to see you maybe next week, maybe not. It's gonna If it is next week, it will be remote mm-hmm. for, for me because I, I will be in another country. So hopefully um, we can make it. I mean, think Logan's ever going to show up again? I think he Is will. he digging his own grave? Uh, or is his dad digging? I don't think so because I was. I kind of told him like eh, they were using a one. tractor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. who knows? Okay, so with that, guys, we will uh, see you on the trail. See ya. Cheers. <laughs>